You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A brand new month. A lot to get to as it stands at the weekend full of BYU sports. We are 94 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. We'll tell you about the greatest player to wear the number 94 in a BYU jersey. A player that was a two-time consensus All-American. You guys agreed on social media. We'll talk about his contributions as well as those of the other finalists. We'll also get to some of the news about the BYU basketball program. Davian Williamson from East Tennessee State deciding to pick Wake Forest. Not all that big of a surprise, but where do BYU and their coaching staff look now for another transfer portal option? We'll talk about some of the guys still in the transfer portal, as well as catching you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news, including a recap of the Y Awards that were announced this past weekend. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, as our good friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, save yourself $10 on your first order. Love having them on board. We'll tell you more about them as today's show rolls on, as well as our good friends at Rock Auto, and Talacris Plasma Resources. A lot to get to on a Monday edition, so let's get to it. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for June 1st, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for downloading your daily podcast, Focus on the BYU Cougars, with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Those of you who have been listening for a while know that uh, we like to talk BYU sports with you guys each and every day. But if you're new to the show, hey, welcome on. And thanks again for taking the time to download the show. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about, as well as insider information, as well as insight that you will not find anywhere else. in a nice, tidy package that rarely goes over 30 minutes. Sound good? Well, hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you guys will hit the follow or subscribe button, regardless of where you're listening to us on. We're available everywhere podcasts can be downloaded. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow the show at Locked On Cougars. Make sure to follow us there to stay up to date when it comes to the podcast and all the BYU news on the social media networks as well. Kicking off today's show, wanted to talk some BYU basketball. And the news, if you haven't heard by now, is that Davian Williamson, a graduate transfer, sorry, not a graduate transfer, a transfer from the East Tennessee State University, a point guard that BYU really, really liked, has decided to commit to Wake Forest. And this is not all that big of a surprise because Steve Forbes, who is now the new head coach at Wake Forest, was formerly the head coach at East Tennessee State. So it really seemed like it was a a win-win for Wake Forest to hire uh, Davian Williamson's former head coach and expect him to transfer there. So not all that big of a surprise that BYU lost out in this race for Davian Williamson. But the nice part is, once again, they were in the final five schools for another high-level transfer in the NCAA transfer portal. A lot of you probably wondering, okay, why is BYU keep chasing these big names? I think Mark Pope and his staff understand that they need to continue to swing big, get the guys like Matt Harms to come to BYU and build on that because I think the graduate and regular transfer portal targets for BYU are going to be part of their system for however long uh, Mark Pope is in Provo. I know Brian Bennett from The Athletic thinks that uh, Pope is here for the long-term in Provo, and 
That's the hope, I think, for most BYU fans. But regardless, however long Mark Pope is working as the Cougars head coach, you can guarantee that the transfer portal will be a heavy part of what BYU tries to do in terms of uh, building their rosters each year. After this latest bit of news, you're probably wondering, okay, now that BYU's missed out on two high-level guards over the past week, Mac McClung, as well as Davian Williamson, well, who else are they going to be chasing? Well, uh, former targets that were rumored to be interested in BYU and also BYU interested in them include Ole Miss's Franco Miller and Syracuse's Jalen Carey. Both of them point guards who fit the bill of what BYU apparently is looking for in the NCAA transfer portal. I think that both of them are prospects that BYU... Uh, feels like uh, they're back burner prospects. And that doesn't, that's not a slight to them. They just feel like BYU, I think the coaching staff, and I haven't really talked to anybody about this. This is me reading between the lines. feels like both Carey and Miller are guys who that if BYU does strike out on all the other names that may pop up in the portal or are currently in the portal, they may chase one of those other two players. Uh, two names that I think BYU fans may want to keep an eye on include Cam Mack from Nebraska. He has been connected with BYU. A little bit smaller of a prospect. Uh, Cam listed at 6'2", 175. I'm not sure he's actually 6'2", but has put up some nice numbers during his time uh, for the Cornhuskers. Played in 28 games this past season. Shot 38.6% from the field. 33.9% from the three-point uh, three line as a sophomore. And you'd like to see that number go up, but he's still a young player. So he could be a prospect for BYU. But one that entered the NCAA transfer portal this past weekend, and I joked about it on social media, you can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch, is Andrew Nemhard uh, from Florida. He averaged a shade over 11 points this past season for the Florida Gators had entered the NCAA, not the NCAA, the NBA draft pool to kind of gauge where he was going, but announced this past weekend that he's pulling his name out of the NBA draft, but is going to transfer. So he has entered the NCAA transfer portal. I can guarantee you a guy who scored double digits in the SEC is a guy that BYU is interested in. So that's a name to keep on, keep an eye on, Andrew Nemhard as well as Cam Mack. And like I said, Franco Miller and Jalen Carey very much are not out of the mix here for BYU. But I think that BYU is looking maybe for a little bit of a bigger name in terms of uh, the prospects on their board. And I think that Andrew Nemhard probably actually moves near the top, if not the top of the list currently with Mac McClung as well as Davian Williamson off the list. But I can assure you of this. BYU will continue to hunt and peck and turn over every rock and look under every stone until they find the right guy for them. We all know, if you're listening to this podcast, how unique BYU is in terms of a university. Very elite academically, very tough academically, but also you have to have a guy who's willing to live the honor code. That's why a guy like Matt Harms, I think, is a great story, and he should be a guy that if BYU is recruiting one of these guys, he should reach out to them and say, hey, listen to this, guys. This is a short time in your life that you have to put up with an honor code and all these different things. And you can come play high-level basketball and raise your prospects. I, that's why I'm doing it. I want you guys to come along for the ride. And I think that's going to be an important part of BYU's recruiting pitch going forward. They just need to find the right guy that will buy in, come in, and be the right, be part of the solution. So those four names to keep an eye on are Cam Mack, Andrew Nemhard. Uh, Franco Miller, as well as Jalen Carey. Those are the four names that I can think of that I've been tracking in terms of what I'm looking at when I look at the quote-unquote big board for BYU basketball. But obviously, as more and more names enter the NCAA transfer portal, you can guarantee BYU will stay in the mix. But 
I do think BYU, I have faith that they will get the right guy to fit their roster. And it may take a little bit longer than they like because we're into June at this point. But, hey, you find the right guy, you get him into school by the end of August when school is expected to start for BYU for fall semester, and then you off you go. Most of the names currently are going to be guys that are probably going to have to sit out this upcoming season. But at this point, when it's getting closer and closer to the school year, maybe it's not a bad thing to have a guy who comes in, really kind of learns the nuances of this offense as a point guard. And then when Alex Barcelo moves on after his senior year this uh, winter, you have a guy who's ready to step in and take the reins for however long his eligibility is left. I don't think it's a bad situation for BYU at all. But, of course, we'll have that all covered for you here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. So stay tuned. But there you go. Some thoughts on BYU basketball. Coming up here in just a second, we're going to switch gears, talk BYU football with our player countdown series rolling on. We are 94 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. Who is the greatest Cougar to wear the number 94? We'll get to that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is our good friends at Built Bar. You heard me talk about these guys, and they have the best tasting protein bar ever, and I mean that wholeheartedly. I have enjoyed every single bar, uh, regardless of the flavor. And I've tried, I think, I did the tally of this. Uh, Somebody asked me, how many have you tried? I think I've tried upwards of 12 different flavors at this point. They originally had 16 different flavors, but in the last month or so, they've added at least five or six more. They continue to add all kinds of awesome flavors. And I told you guys, if you listen to the podcast last week, that I was really excited to try the pineapple upside down cake flavor. And I have to tell you guys, It lived up to the hype. I am super excited. I am so glad that these protein bars are here. Uh, Built Bars, they're extremely healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy or gal. You can lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat, all of them covered in 100% chocolate, and pretty much every flavor to fit whatever you like to eat. I've had all kinds of flavors, like I said, and every one of them delicious, but whatever you guys like to eat, whatever your favorite flavor is, they can take care of you guys, so check it out. That's Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Learn more about this company. But especially right now, if you use the promo code Locked On, you can get $10 off your first order. They're a great company, a local company, by the way, for those of you listening to us in the state of Utah. They're based here along the Wasatch Front. So you're supporting a local company when you support Built Bar. Once again, go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, save yourself $10 off that first order. A great way to help yourself along your health journey wherever you're at. And that is with our good friends at Built Bar, a proud sponsor of us here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. We are 94 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season in college football, and I am more and more bullish that we're going to have sports starting on time. It sounds like the numbers in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic have kind of flattened out a little bit, and hopefully that stays that way. And I know that I'm no scientist, I'm no epidemiologist, but everything screams to me that football should start on time 94 days away from today for BYU and Utah. A few days earlier uh, for teams that are playing in the quote-unquote week zero games the previous Saturday to that on August 29th. But regardless, the nice part is I think football is on its way, so get excited, guys. And if you've been listening to this podcast since the day number 99, we have done our player countdown series like we did last summer. But this summer, having a little bit of an interesting twist on it. Instead of going with the current guy on the roster, who we will mention, but we're actually talking about the greatest players in BYU history to have worn that number and played for the BYU sports teams. In the 90s, it's mainly BYU football players. A lot of basketball and other sports don't have numbers that go this high, even though you technically could wear that. 
at the collegiate level, but very few BYU players outside of football players have worn these numbers in the 90s, and we are day number 94. And those of you who have been following us on social media, you can search out the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We've had Twitter polls running to let you guys have your fan vote and weigh in with who you think the greatest players in those respective uniforms are. And I hope that uh, you guys are having f- as much fun voting for these people as, it, as I am having in terms of tracking it. Today, though, I think it was a pretty easy win, and that is for the former two-time All-American, consensus All-American, Chris Smith. Uh, Chris Smith had uh, 1,156 receiving yards from Ty Detmer during Detmer's Heisman winning campaign. Uh, To put that in context, Ty Detmer passed for over 5,000 yards that year, and Chris Smith had over 1,100 of those. So he had 20% of the receiving yards for BYU that season. One of the best seasons in a BYU uniform. There is no doubt about it as a senior. He had followed that up the year before. Actually, not followed that up. The year before that, in 1989, he had over 1,000 yards yet again, 60 receptions for 1,090 yards, had a career-long 76-yard reception in that season. Uh, So Chris Smith for his career, 137 receptions, 2,367 yards, career long of 76 yards, the career average of 17.3 yards per reception, and just eight touchdowns, which is compared to the yardage, it doesn't necessarily match up. But regardless, Chris Smith, just an absolutely phenomenal player at La Cunata, California. Uh, Just a great player for BYU. There is no doubt about it. Six foot four, 230 pounds, kind of the prototype in terms of tight ends for BYU. BYU, and I think an easy selection as the best player to have worn the number 94 in a BYU uniform. Those of you who voted on this, I thought uh, had the same thought I did. Chris Smith uh, weighing in with just over 60% of the vote in the fan votes. The other three uh, finalists for this award, though, I thought were worthy candidates. Uh, Jeff Cowart, a stalwart defensive lineman around the turn of the century, speaking of 1999 through the early 2000s, so played the final years of Lavelle Edwards' tenure and early on into Gary Croton's tenure, had a good career. Vince Feula, a guy who came in in the tail end of Gary Croton's career and actually had a really big senior year under Bronco Mendenhall before signing a free agent contract in the NFL. Uh, Feula currently an analyst with the BYU football program, I think. He might still be a graduate assistant. I think he's an analyst, though. But Feula, I think it was a worthy uh, contender. And then the second-place finisher was Trevor Molini, another tight end uh, from a long line of BYU tight ends. Trevor Molini had a fantastic career in his own right, finishing it in 1986 with 105 career receptions, 1,355 yards, a career-long 52-yard reception, and five touchdowns. His best uh, season came in 1985, the year after the national championship, finishing with 849 yards that season and that career-long 52-yard reception. Another good player out of Reno, Nevada and Reed High School. I think that the guys you're seeing pop up in this in the 90s, think of it, a lot of tight ends have popped up here. So is the is the key for BYU great tight ends to wear the, in the number in the 90s? Not necessarily, because you can think of guys like a Johnny Harleen who wore the number 13, a Dennis Pitta who wore the number 32, uh, Matt Bushman wearing number 89 currently. There's been some great tight ends who have worn numbers outside the 90s, but there are plenty of great tight ends who have worn numbers in the 90s for BYU in their career. And I think today was a pretty easy selection, selecting Chris Smith as the best player to have worn the number 94 in a BYU uniform. 
Okay, who's wearing number 94 currently on the BYU roster? Well, that would be Freddie Levi. A three-star recruit formerly out of uh, California. Came to BYU as a member of the 2016 football recruiting class. He's from Fontana. Served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Nukulofa, Tonga. And he's from A.B. Miller High School. And this is a guy to keep an eye on for the two-deep along the defensive line for BYU this year. Do I think he cracks and becomes a stalwart in the two deep this year? I'm not 100% sure of that because he is uh, still, I think, putting on weight. He was a defensive end, mainly in high school, weighed in around 230, 240 pounds. BYU recruited him with the thought, okay, after your mission, you're going to come and we're going to put some weight on you. And the thought was that he would transition to playing defensive tackle for BYU. Currently on the roster, he's listed at six foot three, 260 pounds. So he's more of a defensive end size, according to the roster currently. But it sounds like he's continuing to put on weight. And I think that he is a guy that when BYU's defensive tackle group, uh, speaking of guys like Akairis Tonga, who we talked about over the weekend in our special player editions of the podcast, move on to the NFL or just move on after exhausting that eligibility, I think Freddie Levi is going to be a guy that's very much going to step in. I think he's going to be a key part of the transition to a younger group of defensive tackles for BYU. So I would keep an eye out for Freddie Levi, maybe in the latter stages of the season this year, where he starts to see more and more time getting him ready for the coming season, speaking of 2021. But I do think he has got a great uh, potential coming out of A.B. Miller High School down there in Fontana, California, out of the Inland Empire. I thought it was a phenomenal player out of high school, and I'm hoping that we get to see more of what Freddie Levi can do as he steps on to BYU and really takes on a bigger role in coming seasons. He will be a redshirt freshman this coming fall, and there's still plenty of time for him to live up to his ability or live up to his, his hype, the the uh, projections of what he could be in a BYU uniform. I think that he's got the opportunity to do that, and here's hoping that come 2021, he is ready to step in and really be a key part of the defensive tackle group for BYU, along the like, along with the likes of Lorenzo Fawatea, Atunai Samahe, etc. I think that there's a big opportunity for Freddie Levi. He's just got to go out there and seize it and prove what he can do to the BYU football coaches. All right, we will wrap things up here in just a second, catch up on everything that's going on at BYU Sports News. Need to recap how the Y Awards went in terms of the student-athletes at BYU who were honored in the annual awards handed out on BYU Sports Nation this past weekend. We'll talk about that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys that Telechris Plasma Resources is a proud sponsor with us here on Locked On Cougars, and they have a critical, urgent need right now for you guys to go donate your plasma. And you're probably wondering, okay, why do I need to donate plasma? Well, a lot of you hear a lot of stuff about donating blood, etc. Well, do- donating plasma is also something you can do to help out your fellow man. What Talacris does is the plasma they collect goes into making life-saving medications for people with low immune systems, as well as plasma therapy for burn victims. Additionally, their parent company, Griffles, which is a national company, you see their name all over the place, all over the country, they're actually looking into how convalescent plasma or plasma donations can fight the COVID-19 virus. So, so many different ways that you can help out your fellow man, but more importantly right now with this pandemic we're all living under, you can be part of the solution hopefully with your plasma donations. The best part is that Talacris Plasma Resources is rewarding you for your plasma donations. The more you donate in a month, the more money you can make. If you've lost your job, you've been furloughed during the economic downturn we've all experienced with this pandemic, this is an opportunity to put some money back in your pocket. 
new donors to Talcris Plasma Resources, you can earn up to $525 in your first month of donating. Returning donors, they're not forgetting about you, up to $475 in a month as well. Like I said, the more you donate, the more money you make, and it's a great way to go about putting some extra cash in your pocket. Check it out, guys. You can go to Talacris. You can visit them at 651 Columbia Lane in Provo, across the street from the Deseret Industries there in Provo, right next door to Sweets Hawaiian Grill. My recommendation, go donate some plasma and then just walk across the street, eat at Sweets, and have a good day. I think that'd be a fantastic way to go about it. Uh, if you want to learn more about Talacris, you can call them and ask them some questions. That's 801-377-1243 is the phone number for Talacris. Like I said, they need your donations and they're rewarding you financially for doing so. It's a win-win for all parties. Check it out, guys. Talacris Plasma Resources, a proud sponsor of us here on Locked on Cougars. All right, guys, as we close out this Monday edition of the show, a big thank you once again for your continued support of the show. But I wanted to uh, talk about the honorees of the Y Awards that were announced this past weekend. Uh, they were announced in a special episode of BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV. And I think the thing I like about the Y Awards is they're not simply just a, we're honoring the basketball players and the football players from the BYU basketball and football programs. This goes across the entire athletic department. And there are a lot of awards and a lot of student athletes that may not otherwise get recognized being recognized for their contributions by their peers. Let's run down uh, talk about some of the great uh, honors that were handed out this past weekend. I'm not going to run down all of the honorees, but I wanted to highlight some of the top athletes that were honored during these Y Awards. Uh, the award qualifications were based on competition from April 2019 to March 2020, so pretty much this past academic year, with a little bit more going back into last summer. But regardless, some great athletes, no doubt. Female Athlete of the Year went to Whitney Orton. I think that was a pretty easy selection. She the star of the women's cross country as well as track and field teams. She's a 2019 All-American and WCC cross country champion. She broke the school indoor mile, 3,000 meter, 5,000 meter, and distance medley records during her time at BYU. Also helped BYU finish in second place at the 2019 NCAA cross country championships as well as winning the WCC title. Her counterpart was the male athlete of the year, Clayton Young for men's track and field. He was the national champion in the 10,000 meters for track and field. Also earned first team All-American honors, finishing sixth in the 5,000 meters and helped BYU finish eighth of the 2019 NCAA Outdoor Championship. So big congratulations there. Rookies of the year include Whitney Bauer from Women's Volleyball, an AP All-American honorable mention, an All-WCC first team honoree in her first year at BYU, and Davide Gardini, who was MPSF Freshman of the Year, an All-MPSF honoree in his own right. So both volleyball stars off to great starts in their BYU career and being honored for their efforts regardless. McKenna Miller uh, was named as Comeback Athlete of the Year after uh, returning to the women's volleyball program nine months after tearing her ACL. She earned All-American honors as well as WCC Player of the Year honors, helping BYU to a 26-5 overall record as well as a second-round uh, finish in the NCAA tournament. And then walk-on of the year went to Justin Sterner, led BYU with an 8-3 record on the mound and 71 strikeouts and 15 appearances, had a 2.92 ERA as BYU had its lowest team ERA in 35 years in 2019, helped BYU win the WCC regular title, and also earn a ranking in the top 25 nationally with his efforts along with his teammates. So I thought it was a fantastic honor. And then the last ones I wanted to mention today included the male and female crowd pleasers of the year. 
We're going back to the volleyball programs. Mary Lake, a member of the 2019 U.S. national team, as well as uh, Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, an AVCA star on the court for BYU men's volleyball. Both of them well-deserved honorees with the Crowd Pleaser Awards, both the Male and Female Crowd Pleaser Award of the Year. Uh, I mentioned I wanted to, I thought it was dumb, but actually one other one. Del R. McCann, Spirit of Sport Award, went to T.J. Hawes from the Men's Basketball Program. I think it was a great honor for T.J. Hawes. He was an all-WCC first team, an academic All-American. Finished second on the team in assists. Third in three-pointers, seventh in scoring, and eighth in steals all-time at BYU. Helped the Cougars, obviously, to a final ranking of number 18 nationally with that 24-8 and overall record. An easy selection for the Del R. McCann Spirit of Sport Award. So big congratulations to T.J. Hawes. If you want a full list of the honorees from the Y Awards, go to BYUCougars.com. You can read more about them. But a big congratulations to all the student-athletes at BYU, as well as the coaches who were honored in this edition of the Y Awards. A fun event, I think, every year to see these athletes honored for their accomplishments on the field, court, or whatever other playing surface they may participate on. I think it's fun to always recap that each and every year. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the podcast. A big thank you once again for your continued support. As I mentioned, follow the show on social media. Search us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch if you want to weigh in that way. Also, you can leave us a note anytime you want. Email LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address to fill, weigh in with your thoughts, comments, concerns, whatever you've got for us. Reminder for you guys that today's show once again has been brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, learn more about that great company, use the promo code LOCKEDON and save yourself $10 on your first order. Also brought to you today by Rock Hard, RockHardAuto.com, that's RockAuto.com, an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. Have a great rest of your Monday. Hopefully, you guys' work week is off to a great start, regardless of when you're listening to us. We'll be back with you guys soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 1st, 2020. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.